987 FGR Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. How's everybody doing after Thanksgiving? You, you, <laughs> you survive all the turkey? Yeah. Yeah, you did. And always, as you're heading out this weekend, always remember the Elvis's Golden Rule. Elvis's Golden Rule. Drugs are okay as long as, as long as they're prescribed by a doctor, right? Even if the doctor's giving you too much, it's still good. Just don't buy your drugs off the street. That's the Elvis Golden Rule. Remember that, Elf. And you may ask yourself, why am I working on the day after Thanksgiving? Isn't it supposed to be a four-day weekend? And then you may tell yourself, why am I the only person in this building? And then... <laughs> I am. This is a journey into sound. But I'm okay with that. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Uh, let's do the audio vault for a Friday. Look, uh, there comes a time in your life as you get older that you start to forget things and you ask yourself, uh, am I supposed to go to a party on this Saturday or is it next Saturday? Here's some neighbors who showed up for a Thanksgiving party last Saturday rather than tomorrow and found themselves being told, hey, it's the wrong day. Dark in there. Hi, guys. Of course got a little. Not today, right? Shut up, it's not today. <laughs> Keep kidding me. She's been telling me all day. Oh, my Next God. Next Saturday. I'm like, what are you yeah, y'all look great. Y'all want to go to or something? This is going to be the funniest. <laughs> yeah, we got a babysitter. So we got the rest of the night off, but I love the guy at the beginning. He's like, it looks dark in there, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, guy uh, who was accused. Of, oh, this this guy isn't, but a man was accused of pulling gun, uh, pulling a gun on a Wendy's employee uh, because they didn't have any sauce. I told him he had to pay for the barbecue sauce. He got all Atlantic, came up to the window. Now he put his car in park. He's drinking his liquor in front of my window, and he is holding my line up. Now he's waving the gun at my window. Yeah, I need to send somebody up. That's a clip of the 911 call. Apparently he didn't want to pay for the sauce. Uh, They had plenty of it. (laughs) I love the fact that he's... I love the fact that the employee's concerned that he's holding up the line. Not that he's holding a gun at him. It's like, oh, he's holding up my line. And last but not least, this is a, uh, a, a contemporary artist, Camilla Cabello, who pokes fun at the way she pronounces Christmas, which, by the way, is very strange. I'll be home for Christmas. Okay, so we're just going to practice some phrasing, okay? So repeat after me. I'll be home for Christmas. All right, you try. I'll be home. Quizmoys. Try again. Merry Christmas. Merry Quizmoys. Christmas. Quizmoys. Christmas. Quizmoys. Christmas. 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 <laughs> oh, she's close. She's close. It's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. How are you guys doing today? Is Black Friday still a thing? I mean, are there people out there shopping this morning? This early? Are there? Really? I, 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 is it still a thing? It's not as bad as it used to be, though, right? I mean, there's not, uh, tr- there's not fist fights breaking out. There's not like people fighting over toys and stuff, is there? There is. Okay. Well, be calm out there, people. Uh, the big game is this weekend: Michigan and Ohio State. And somebody posted this to Twitter the other day. I thought it was pretty good. This is uh, Bill Bonds. He was uh, the late great Bill Bonds. He was a uh, big time newscaster in Detroit. And this is from 1978. The lead up to the big game that particular year, which was still. Was it? No, this was after, because this is after Woody left. 
This is right after Woody left. So uh, this is his commentary on the Michigan-Ohio State game. Stay till the end. It's worth it. Michigan-Ohio State. The Wolverines, the Buckeyes. The Maze and the Blue. The Scarlet and the Gray. Two great universities. Two great academic and athletic traditions. The big game. Frankly, it is a tragedy that millions of grown men and women, boys and girls, in these two great states spend so much time, so much energy, on something as ferociously distorted as a college football game, when our schools, our cities, our young people, the elderly, are in their respective crises. How can educated men and women of conscience and value so publicly value and cynically dedicate themselves, almost give their lives, to an afternoon of organized violence, a vicious game played by spoiled, oversized, overrated young men who are glorified because they're a little bigger, a little faster, and somewhat more physically coordinated, but innately more cruel and vicious than the average college-age American male. This game, this violent insult, that has two great states, two great universities groveling, kneeling, praying, adoring at the twin altars of the almighty dollar and the glorified jock, while the real problems of our society are ignored, pinpoints not only what is wrong with America, but points out and zeroes in on the cynicism of the American news media. Journalists who have also sold out, assassinated their credo, their objectivity by becoming fans of their home teams. Fans from the word fanatic. So much for objectivity. To sum up my commentary in two words, go blue. <laughs> Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Uh, this is the story of a cat named Bob. Bob, uh, it seems, was found roaming around Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, so somebody picked him up and they found, hey, Bob's got a microchip on him. Let's find out where he's from. Here's Sherry Sikoski. Uh, she works uh, with uh, St. Cats and Dogs and Nayog Zoo. Talking about, that's what it says, Nayog Zoo. And uh, talk about reuniting Bob with his owners, who probably were thought to themselves, thought we got rid of that cat. The phone number that was linked to the adopter was actually disconnected. But the microchip company also sends an email. The owner immediately emailed us to say that it was her cat. Everyone, I feel like, cried happy tears that day. The trapper, the staff at EPAA, his owner was just ecstatic. She was crying and excited and screaming on the phone like she could not get over, like that he was found after seven years. No, those weren't tears of joy. They were tears that Bob was found after they thought they'd gotten rid of him. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, cat lovers. You know the old song, the cat came back. But can we ask Bob about where he went for seven years? Can we ask? 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show. And uh, apparently there's a big college football game tomorrow. Is there, is there a big college football game? Michigan and uh, what was the other school? From that state, you know, that crappy state? Just, yeah, Ohio State. That's right. Uh, college football is full of traditions. Uh, that's one of the, the things that makes it beautiful. One of the traditions they have at Ohio State, at Ohio Stadium, is at halftime, or before the game, too. And at halftime, the Ohio State marching band comes up, and they uh, start lining up, and then they slowly spell out in cursive, Ohio. And then one honorary uh, big fat tuba guy uh, gets to go run out there, and then he dots the eye, and the whole stadium goes nuts! Uh, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of an Ohio State tradition, except for one thing. Uh, it was invented by the University of Michigan marching band. <laughs> it was. Um, they will tell you, uh, even Ohio State's website will tell you that, yeah, Script Ohio was an idea 
that Eugene Weigel had in 1936. He thought, well, yeah, it'd be kind of cool if we could cursively spell out Ohio. It kind of looks like those rotating signs around the Times Square building in New York City. Uh, except that uh, in 1932, the University of Michigan marching band, four years before Weigel got his idea, uh, spelled out Ohio in cursive as a salute to the home team. Yeah, they had already done it. And uh, I think Weigel saw it and then said... Maybe we should try that. And it just took uh, the dumb people in Ohio four years to figure it out. That's what ended up happening. So anyway, there you go. Michigan. <laughs> the University of Michigan marching band invented the Ohio State tradition. But that's what we live. See, we live in a world where we share ideas, though. And that's the beauty of it. And that's the one thing we we'll always own over Ohio State and the stupid Buckeyes. Uh, seven twelve. It is the JoJo Show on 987. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, San Antonio, Texas, but they have this uh, area down by the river called the Riverwalk, and they have all sorts of uh, wonderful restaurants, including some of the best Mexican food I've ever eaten. And uh, it's so good that we want you to experience it. And uh, we're sending a couple people to San Antonio, Texas, to not only experience the Riverwalk and stay, but also go see uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra in their annual Christmas show, which is uh, crazy good. Uh, if you want to uh, find out more information, just head to uh, the free app, the WFGR app, and uh, we have it all there for you. And uh, how you can sign up, or you can go to our website, WFGR. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids' greatest hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show. Take on me, take me on. I don't know what they're talking about. It's AHA. They're from Norway. That's why. Uh, <laughs> that song, uh, they did a... Do you, have you guys ever heard of the stripped-down version of that song? I'll have to dig it out one of these days. It's really, really good. I, I kind of like that band. Uh, look, it's coming up on the Christmas season. A lot of people are probably uh, out doing some early shopping this morning. Um, but when you were a kid, you know, Christmas was uh, intense, you know, because it was like, especially in our house, because the only time we got new stuff was Christmas. It was like, all right, we got to be good. We got to get it. But every once in a while, you think to yourself, man, uh, there's really a big ticket item I would like. And uh, should I ask mom and dad? Uh, should I ask Santa? Should I put it in a letter? It's like Ralphie with the uh, BB gun. It's a big ticket item. I don't know whether I should ask. And Santa kicked him in the head and threw him down the slide. I bring this up because uh, Taylor Swift is going out on tour. And a lot of young uh, ladies love Taylor Swift. And they're probably asking her parents for tickets. But right now, because of a Ticketmaster snafu, tickets are going for as much as $42,000. So that's a big get. That's a big get. So, it, especially for a concert, you know, for forty-two grand, you want something a little more material, a little more, uh, I don't know, what would you say, something that might last a few years. Um, so I put it up online. Now, what huge thing did you ask uh, for Christmas, and did you get it? Uh, here's a few that we, uh, we heard from. Uh, a tattoo at age 16. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a girl. Do you think she got it? Yes. Got it for Christmas. A tattoo. I had to ask of what. She hasn't responded yet. I saw those TV commercials where you get a, a, a brand new car with a red bow on it. So I asked for a Lexus with a red bow on it for my birthday. I did not get it. My dad instead got me a bus pass. Well, look at it this way. You're riding in a more expensive vehicle. Uh, really, when you think about it. Uh, let's see here. Connie asked for a water bed. Yeah, I got it. It popped a month later. 
I hated water beds. We uh, used to stay at a friend of my ex-wife uh, at their house for uh, Thanksgiving every year, and they had a water bed, and I never slept on that thing. I was miserable. My bad back would act up. It was not good. Uh, at, ad- at age nine, I asked to go to Hawaii for the sole purpose of meeting the dog, meeting Dog the Bounty Hunter. Is that where he is now? Uh, no, I did not get it. Well, you know, there's limits. And uh, Sarah asked for a horse. Yes, after four years of begging and pleading, they finally got it for me after I made a PowerPoint presentation. Well, see, there it is, kids. You got to make Santa a PowerPoint presentation. You got to put down some bullet points and some photos of why you really need that. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits Band, Vince Vance and the Valiants. They were out of uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. They put that on the charts back in 1989. Uh the lead singer never gets enough credit. Her name is Lisa Lane. That was her performing name. Her actual name is Lisa Burgess. And uh, that is a pretty good voice, I think. One of two ch- uh, songs that Vince Vance and the Valiants put on the charts. The other one was back in 1980. You may remember their take on Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys called Bomberan. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> bomb, bomb, Moran. Not quite in the Christmas spirit, but... but, but- 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids, greatest hits. It is the uh, JoJo Show 806. Uh, look, you got your stupid relatives in town, and uh, they've been a pain in the ass. Go out and get some laughs tonight. Uh, Dave Dyer's back for his annual uh, Thanksgiving weekend gig at uh, Dr. Grins. How you doing, man? I'm doing very good, JoJo. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, that is exactly it, isn't it? You just... <laughs> You, you spend a, you spend a couple days just having unsolicited opinions thrown at you about everything from gun ownership to wallpaper. You're like, I got to get out of here. So, Dr. Grins, there's your option. <laughs> exactly. Friday and Saturday night. And this guy will make you laugh. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so, uh, two shows tonight. Two, and two shows, shows tonight, 8 and 10.30, and then 8 and 10.30 as well. Best way to go is to go to thebob.com. You can navigate your way through, see the stand-up, and you can get tickets that way. So, so uh, you were telling me uh, just before we went on the air that you did sports talk for a while. Just a, I did. A, I you used sat to in, for some... in another uh, family of stations in town. <laughs> I, uh, I used to do some filling in, and there was a week where somebody was out, and they asked if I could fill in on the sports talk show, and it was the worst radio experience of my life. <laughs> just the worst listeners in the world just <laughs> detail oriented i'm not a details guy couldn't care less about the stats just love playing and love watching sports and uh boy these people are this is their life these people this is you know knowing who how this affects this is just that's all they cared about well it's really weird that you bring that up because you're right because now the average joe is breaking down tape yeah you know exactly. it, used to, it used to be just some goof on tv well, you, and because like, you can't oh, yeah. well, let's back that up here right what? yeah yeah so, so yeah. let's go here. Here, uh, I, I I got this uh, a video of uh, J- Jared Goff. See, he could have gotten St. Brown. I'm like, really? Yeah. Do you realize how fast they're playing on that field? Yeah, you couldn't throw the ball halfway to that guy. <laughs> Shut it, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. And uh, here's another thing they didn't enjoy on the sports talk show: humor. They didn't enjoy jokes because really? I would throw out jokes. No, I'm like, that's what I'm here for. And I throw out jokes. They would get messages on their Facebook. Tell him to go tell his jokes on another station. <laughs> But you think that there's nothing serious about sports. No. It's the it's one, entertainment. It is. It's the one part of our life where not really, yeah. when you think about it, nothing is on the line. No, nothing's on the line. Nobody's, yeah. And yet people get super serious about they it. They do. They get very excited about it. Although I will tell you this. I went to the Michigan-Ohio State game last year when Michigan won. Ooh. And I loved rubbing it in to the Ohio State fans. Did you rip your shirt <laughs> off and run out on the field? Because they were all dressed up. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, sorry to hear that, bud. What yep. happened to the little Buckeye guy? Yes. Predictions for Saturday? <sighs> it's just going to be a good game. I hope so. You know, it's like Michigan, Michigan State. It just is, they hate each other so much, yeah, and do. it's just physical. Both teams have struggled with much lesser teams, also. Right. You know, so it's going to be interesting to ha- see how they rise to this. But yeah. In Columbus, that's a tough game. Well, let's break it down, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I I broke down the tape. Yeah, good. Let's go back and take a look at this. (laughs) You see, if they can get to C.J. Stroud, that's the key. Yep. I just want him to feel pain. That's all. (laughs) That's what I wish they would say. Yeah. You know, if we could just make this guy feel pain. Right. Yeah, Clubber Lang. Pain. What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. Did you play high school football? I did. I played uh, football up through my sixth game of my senior year when my left kneecap got dislocated in the game. Oh. And it was against, I went to Northview High School. And it was against East Grand Rapids in town here. And they had a really good guy, a guy who was a great football player, um, who actually went on to play at Miami of Ohio, big linebacker. And I was playing fullback, and I moved to the side to pass block for our quarterback. And that guy came flying in on a blitz, and one of our linemen missed him, and he didn't miss me. And my body twisted, my leg stayed planted, my kneecap just popped out. And Dude, that that's the, the worst injury career. ever. Well, you know what? Here's I've had it, that it's, happen. it's hard. Yeah. Here's why: because nothing was torn. It, it actually, if something had torn, it would have been better because they could go in and do surgery. But because it was just dislocated it just and moved. stretched everything out, they popped it back in, and then I was in an immobilizer for about nine weeks. So, <laughs> uh, a knee injury, a knee surgery, would have been probably less than quicker recovery. So, wow, yeah. yeah. I I had the uh, patella tender rip right off the yeah. kneecap. That's not Ouch. good either. Eesh. Ouch. Uh, and now I have no feeling in that knee, which is weird. <laughs> uh, so you, did you have family in town? Did your kids come home for yep. Thanksgiving? Kids Everything? came home. I have one daughter who lives on the other side of the state. She came in the other day. I have another daughter who lives on the uh, west side here, and she was around. So we had a nice little quiet Thanksgiving yesterday. Uh, we have a shared experience. We we both had all girls. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I have two. How many do you have? <laughs> I have three. Okay. And, and, you know, they're all wonderful kids. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Uh, I have a favorite. But, um... The thing is, it's different raising all girls if you're a guy. It is. Right? And I was the youngest of four boys. So I had a tremendously different experience growing oh, up than, than raising two yeah. girls. Yeah. See, I had three older sisters, so I was experienced in that regard. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was not admittedly not good with the emotional aspect of it and probably not <laughs> as uh, sensitive as I should have been. My wife would get very upset with me. Did you really tell Abby that at the end of the day, nobody gives a crap? You're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I've experienced. So, yeah. Yep. It's true, though. It is. Yeah. My dad used to do that to us, yeah. yeah. He would come home, we'd be passionate about something, he'd look us dead in the eye and go, who gives a crap? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> yep. Tomorrow's not going to matter. Let's go. We're late. Yeah. Well, did you want, like, I almost wanted my wife to ha- meet me at the door before I went inside with a checklist. Okay, yeah. you can't bring up lacrosse with Emily because, <laughs> right? That would have been good. <laughs> little foreshadowing of what I'm walking into. Yeah, she got cut today, so yeah. might want... Uh, okay, all yep. right. <laughs> yep. But it is an interesting... It is, in, in, in coming from all boys, you know, it, you're yeah. right. You probably were a little emotionally well, closed. Well, and, and, you know, when I... You know, I grew up not only in the 70s, but uh, in 70s and 80s, but also, like I said, the youngest of four boys, so... It was, you know, you know, a punch or two, and it was usually solved, and, you know, things moved on. Exactly. Boy, they got... Yeah, girls, feel, girls. feelings weren't discussed. No, feelings were not discussed. <laughs> and one of my daughters went to, uh, my oldest daughter went to Michigan State. My youngest daughter went to Michigan. 
And people always say, ooh, house divided. And I'm like, well, not really, because they weren't really into sports. But <laughs> I said they have more issues with uh, Android versus iPhone. That's a bigger issue with them than the sports things in college. So, Yeah, same with my daughters. I, used to, my, I had one daughter who went to the University of Pittsburgh. They were playing Notre Dame. I'm like, I got tickets to the game. She's like, what? what? <laughs> I'm coming up for the game. We'll yeah. go to the game together. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> I got things I'm doing. We got a sorority rush yep. that I have to attend. Yep. Sure. Yeah. But they don't they don't care at all about they, Michigan they versus Michigan State. They do a little bit. Uh, my my older one probably more than my youngest daughter. Um, but uh, it, it was never like a passionate thing. Like they had to. Like if 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 Michigan State lost, my daughter wasn't you know in turmoil for a couple of days. It was like all right, okay, while well, they lost, let's go. Yeah, we're moving on. So, yeah, yeah. But that's good though. That's that's yeah. the way it should be. Yep. Like I, I move on past sports real quick uh, after <laughs> yeah. we lose. Yeah. You know? Unless we win. Then I like taunting right. the other team. That's that's always fun. Yep. Dave Dyer, uh, tonight and tomorrow, 8 and 10.30 8, at Dr. Grins. Friday and Saturday. Bring your relatives? Yes. Or not? It's up no, to you. Bring, fill, let's fill the place. And maybe Dave will just pick one out and heckle them. <laughs> if you say something, I'll say something back. <laughs> so. Dave Dyer, always a pleasure, man. Thank I'll you very s- much, Jojo. Appreciate hope to it. Get it out there. Uh, I hope to get out one of these days this week, weekend. All right. Look forward to seeing you. It's the Jojo Show. You're on 98.7.